This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello, hello, guys. Welcome to the first episode of the Girl Fit Method podcast. I am very excited to be here. This has been something I've wanted to do for quite some time, and I just kept putting it off, and I decided I'm just going to bite the bullet and do it. So here I am, the very first episode, and I thought I'd let you all know a little bit about who I am. So I am a women's health and fitness coach and the owner of Girl Fit Method. I am incredibly passionate about empowering women and educating them on nutrition and training and how they can sustain their results long term. I also believe that mindset plays a pivotal role in the success of any individual, whether that be to improve their health, fitness, their relationship with themselves, or even to excel in their career and within their relationships. Mindset is key for success. And so on this podcast, you're going to learn to level up all areas of your life, whether that be fitness, nutrition, muscle gain, feeling more confident in your body, improving your friendships or your relationship with your partner. I believe that health is really holistic and it's not just what you eat and how much exercise you do, but it really includes a whole range of different factors. Now, I'm releasing this podcast right before Easter. So I thought it would be really helpful to go over a very important topic, which is food anxiety. And along with that can come binge eating as well. So coming up to Easter, a lot of people are feeling quite anxious about the fact that they're going to be around a lot of chocolate. And if your goal is either fat loss or if you find that food does cause you anxiety, like foods that you have labeled bad, then this time of the year can be quite difficult. So the first thing I want to let you know is that you are not alone. So many people struggle with this and have the exact same issue. I think sometimes we feel like we are the only ones going through something. We can get really stuck in our own head and then that can really make whatever we are struggling with seem like such a bigger problem than than what it actually is. So let's talk about why we get food anxiety, why food can stress us out. Well, some kinds of foods can stress us out. Why do we feel the need to binge on certain foods? The main reason I believe this is the case is that we label foods as bad and good. Now, obviously, some foods are more nutrient dense, meaning that they provide us with a lot of energy and micronutrients that really help support our health. Then there are other foods that aren't so nutrient dense and are generally more calorie dense, meaning for the amount that we consume and the amount of calories contained in that food, there isn't really a whole heap of benefit to our health, physical health wise. But mentally, these foods are generally pretty enjoyable to consume. So let's talk about if we do label food as good and bad, if we were to consume bad foods how we would feel emotionally when we eat that bad food. We'd see that as a failure. We'd see that as a moral failure and as a reflection on us as a person. And this is generally where that anxiety comes in, where we start to feel really bad about ourselves. We regret what we did 
Or what happens is we binge eat that food. So generally what it looks like is you restrict that kind of food and let's just use chocolate, right? So you do enjoy eating chocolate, but you are restricting the amount of chocolate you eat because you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to get healthier. What you do is you restrict it. And so generally when we tell ourselves we can't eat something, we want it more, right? So we're thinking about the food all the time and coming up to Easter, we know there's going to be a lot of chocolate around, but we're telling ourselves, I can't eat that because I'm probably going to gain weight from it. So we're going into it already feeling anxious because we've restricted ourselves. We feel like we're in an environment when everyone's enjoying chocolate. And so we want to have some chocolate. We eat that chocolate. Then we feel guilty that we've eaten that chocolate because we've done the wrong thing. We've eaten the bad food. You then think to yourself, I've screwed up. Well, who cares? I may as well eat, you know, a whole block of chocolate now. You eat that whole block of chocolate. You feel terrible about yourself. You generally didn't even enjoy it because you just ate it from a place of almost feeling like, well, I don't know when I'm going to be able to eat chocolate again because I'm going to start this diet again on Monday. So let's just get in as much as we possibly can now. And you're left feeling like an absolute failure. So how can we avoid this from happening? The biggest piece of advice that I can give is to incorporate the foods that you love on a daily basis. And this is where flexible dieting comes in. So If you love to eat chocolate, you can eat chocolate every day. What you need to understand is that it all comes down to frequency and the serving size of whatever food you're consuming. So you can include whatever foods that you want within a day as long as as it's in a calorie deficit because ultimately a calorie deficit is going to get you to fat loss. Now, let's talk about if your goal isn't fat loss. What about if your goal is just health? Incorporating those kinds of foods does wonders for your mindset. So if you're the kind of person that really enjoys chocolate and it brings you a lot of joy and you just couldn't think about living your life without having chocolate at any point, then that's a really good sign to include it into your diet regularly. Like I said, it's really important that we are having portion control because anything I believe in excess is not good for you. And that that goes for foods that are deemed as quote unquote good as well. This is not an excuse though to just go and eat whatever you want, but ensure that you're eating in a calorie deficit. I always tell my girls 80-20, so you want to prioritize 80% of your diet to come from whole nutrient dense foods and 20% of those foods to come from soul foods, the foods that make you really happy. So if we took on this approach and you are now coming into Easter, but you have incorporated chocolate into your diet every single day in the right serving amount, so the right portion for your goals, do you think you'd have as much anxiety walking in? Probably not because you haven't deemed that food as off limits. There's no need for you to feel shame and guilt around consuming that food because it's a part of your daily diet. So going into the weekend, I want you guys to really enjoy yourself and understand that food plays a more important role than just in our health. It's a part of culture. It's a part of experiences and it honestly can make you feel really happy. So 
Food is a huge part of our lives, but it absolutely should not control our life. And if you believe that food is controlling your life, if it is causing you a lot of anxiety, if it's stopping you from eating out, if you're thinking about food all the time, that's a pretty big red flag that you have an unhealthy relationship with food. And obviously, I would always recommend for you to go to your GP and ask to go and see a counselor or a psychologist, someone that can help you come up with some coping strategies around how to manage your relationship with food better so that you become in control of your food choices and it's not the other way around. But I did want to leave you with some practical tips. So if you have binged If you're feeling really guilty about foods that you have eaten, then there are some things that you can do that might be able to help you feel a little better. The first tip I wanted to share is to don't even think about stepping on the scale. So after we eat a lot of food or we eat foods that are quite high in sodium, generally our weight can spike up our scale weight. Now, I will go into this in a bit more detail in another podcast episode, but scale weight is not the best indication of progress. So the number on the scale is made up of so much than just fat. Now, if you have had a big binging episode and you jump on the scale and you're up a kilo, that is just going to make you feel 10 times worse. So steer clear of the scale for at least a good three to four days. My second tip would be to get outside and just move. So get outside in the sunshine, go for a walk. And by move, I don't mean go and slog yourself at the gym doing some like ridiculously hard workout. I'm talking about getting out, getting some movement for the purpose of improving your mental health and to remove yourself from the place that you did the binging or that could be possibly a trigger for you. So just getting outside into the sun, getting some movement, put a podcast in listen to some music and just get moving. Third tip would be to journal. So start writing about your feelings before, during and after you eat, in particular the foods that you feel quite anxious about consuming. Are you feeling guilty? Are you feeling nervous? Are you feeling excited? Are you already feeling like you're about to make a bad decision? Sometimes just getting words out onto a page will give you a bit of clarity and get you out of your head so you can actually see how those thoughts and those beliefs about yourself are just like not true. And then my last tip would be to include those foods in your diet. Look at what you're eating. Guys, like restricting full food groups, I believe is not the answer to 98% of the population. I think if you completely cut out a food group or you completely cut out a certain food and tell yourself you're not allowed to eat that food, it's just like human nature that you're going to want to eat that food. It does not help. Include the foods that you enjoy in your daily diet And you won't ever feel the need to go overboard and overeat and binge because you're allowing yourself to eat that food. You're not telling yourself by eating it, you're a bad person. And it'll also show you that you can still get results from eating foods that aren't deemed as good foods, right? So you can still lose weight. You can still build muscle when you are consuming foods that are less nutrient dense, But it's about prioritizing the foods that are really good for our health and then including those ones that make our little hearts very happy. So going into this weekend, I hope these tips really help you guys. I want you to enjoy yourself. 
if you're spending time with family and friends, like that is what life is about. And if it includes eating some chocolate, then you eat that chocolate and do not feel an ounce of guilt. All right, so I think I am just about done for my very first episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you give me some feedback and let me know. I'm going to be releasing some new podcast episodes in the coming weeks with some women that I've interviewed that work within the fitness and health industry and then some others that don't but provide a lot of value, share their stories, and I think that you guys are really going to enjoy hearing from them. All right, and on that note, I am off. Big love, beautiful people. Coach Tash.